Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Hello, Carlo. Kian Savani from Managing Madrid. I had a question about the diamond again. When Nico Paz came in for Bellingham in the second half, he had a bit of a different role. So I guess my question is, do you think the diamond is contingent on Bellingham playing on the field, or are there other players in the squad that can play that role as well? Yeah, Nico Paz, Nico Paz uh, replaced Bellingham as a number 10. And after that, at the end, uh, we, we defensively will play 4 4 2, and he, uh, he went to play as a left winger. Nico Paz can play there, Modric can play in that position, Rodrigo can play in that position. So these are the options as number 10. Arda Guler can play in that position. So we have a lot of op- options. Bellingham. As I said, for this quality to go into the box without the ball, I think is the best option. Hello and welcome to the Managing Madrid podcast. This is Kian Sabani live from UCLA. Today's podcast is more informal than what you used to. It's a different kind of podcast. There's no microphones. There's no laptops. It's just me and my iPhone. And the audio quality may not be as sharp as it normally is because of that. I apologize for that. And it's also one of those podcasts where you might get more benefit if you're watching on YouTube because there's video content um, of the training session and other things. But if you're stuck at home cooking, cleaning the house, or you're on your commute and you only have access to audio for whatever reason, you're still going to enjoy it, I think. So I've inserted two interviews in this podcast. They're quite brief, but there's a couple there. One one is with Mario Cortagena of The Athletic, and the second part is Arancho Rodriguez. So we talk about lineups and preseason thoughts and Mbappe and all that stuff that you guys are interested in, I hope. And um, I will conclude the podcast at the end by just giving more off-the-cuff thoughts about preseason and lineups and more. Um, So Thanks for tuning in, and I, you know, the reason why it's kind of informal, but it might wor- might work out for the best, is because I actually hadn't planned on doing a podcast until we get to Houston this week with our fans. But then I realized, like, that's actually a crazy decision. Why did I decide that? Because 
we had a game last night at the Rose Bowl and there's training sessions and press conferences and there's enough things to talk about. So I apologize we didn't put a post-game show out last night, but hopefully this somewhat makes up for it. Um, I got home pretty late at the, from the Rose Bowl last night as well. And uh, I've also included Carlo Ancelotti press conference, my question to him anyway last night where I asked him about Bellingham. And then in the concluding part of this podcast, I'll also give my thoughts on his answer and just the diamond in general. Um, yeah, I think that's it. After this, we head to Houston, but enjoy the clips in today's podcast. And thanks for listening, and let's get to it. Okay, with my good friend Arancha Rodriguez. Nice to see you again. This is your second time on the podcast. Yeah. Yes. Um, we found some shade. It's very hot. We have our waters, and we just finished Riam just training session on Monday. And I wanted to ask you about something in particular because you and okay. I talked about this a little bit, and you like speaking about Mbappe a little bit more than I do, I think. <laughs> but everyone wants to know, what do you think? is the chances that he'll arrive this summer. What's the latest that you're hearing? Okay, uh, it's a quite a difficult uh, question because it's not depending only of Real Madrid or PSG or uh, Mbappé. There are too many uh, people around this uh, transfer. No? Um, uh, the final decision is going to be taken, uh, taken uh, by Mbappé. And we know uh, how is Mbappé. Um, then uh, the thing I can say, uh, Mbappé um, made clear that uh, he wants to stay at PSG next season. Uh, he said uh, one month, two months ago, that uh, he is happy at PSG. I understand that maybe now he is not as happy as it was. But um, uh, his decision or uh, his um, feeling or his idea was to be there and to, uh, to finish his contract in uh, June of 2024. Then the only uh, clear situation we have is this declaration of Mbappé made it in June, middle June. And now, Real Madrid. Obviously, Real Madrid is always monitoring uh, everything about Mbappé, but they know that um, if they want to, um, uh, if they want to take Mbappé, uh, they have to talk to PSG, to Paris Saint Germain. They are not a, a very good friend. They don't have a very good relationship. Last time that Real Madrid tried to assign uh, Mbappé, uh, they offered to Paris Saint-Germain 200 uh, million. Uh, Paris Saint-Germain say no. And we are in a similar situation because last time Mbappé uh, finished uh, his contract the year later, then Real Madrid offered 200 uh, million. Uh, 
Paris Saint-Germain say no, and Real Madrid don't uh, didn't push a lot uh, to make this uh, a bigger offer because they understand that uh, they understood that uh, Real, that Paris Saint-Germain they didn't want to sell Mbappé. This time, Paris Saint-Germain want to send. Um, Mbappé, and if they want Real Madrid to sign Mbappé, I think they want to uh, say to Real Madrid, we like uh, Real Madrid to pay this money for Mbappé. But at the moment, the only thing that um, Paris Saint Germain is doing is uh, leak it, leak it, leak uh, to the to the press, to Leaking, the yeah. leak it, uh, to yeah. the press uh, that they are big, uh, a big, very big offer from Al Hilal, that Barcelona is also interested mm. in, in in the player. Barcelona already said they are not. Yeah. And you know, and maybe Paris Saint-Germain is the only club that thinks that Barcelona has money to uh, afford uh, the signing of Mbappé. Then yeah. This is the situation. I don't know if uh, Mbappé is coming or not. I cannot tell 100% uh, uh, that he's coming or he's not, because uh, all the situation can change uh, during the summer, but I think it's not as easy as people think yeah. that it is. Yeah. So then one more follow-up question to that. If Mbappe comes next summer or this summer, mm -hmm. so let's say he comes next summer or maybe he won't, is there a plan B or Real Madrid, it's either Mbappe or nothing? No, I understand when Ancelotti uh, talk to the press and the things they are testing in the in the training uh, is obviously that uh, he changing the the tactical idea yeah. because of uh, they think that the the um, the team is already done. Maybe you can expect that uh, Mbappe uh, could uh, happen the yeah. signing at the end of the season, but I think that Ancelotti and the club. Uh, doesn't count with anyone. Coming. So this is the squad. Yeah, I mean so. I yeah. think so. I think so. But I, I, I told you before. You know, uh, we are in 24 uh, <laughs> yeah. of July, and the market, the transfer market, is closing in thirty uh, first of uh, August. Mm. Then. Um, is uh, too many times, and in this time, it can happen a lot of things. But uh, you know, I think uh, at the moment, Real Madrid obviously they don't have any contract, any pre-contract, any um, agreement at all or at, uh, with the player. Then right. uh, they have to wait. And uh, in Real Madrid, they believe that this is a situation between Paris Saint Germain and Kylian Mbappé. And First of, oh, uh, first of all, they have to have to resolve that. Yeah, yeah. and when they resolve this, if they solve this, and uh, Real Madrid uh, would uh, um, try uh, to make an offer or would try uh, to see if they can afford uh, this operation. But at the beginning, at now, is a situation between them. Real Madrid is not involved at all. And for sure, they don't have a pre-contract with Mbappé, as um, Paris Saint-Germain is saying and repeating, and all French media are always uh, saying. There you go, from Arancha herself. I look forward to speaking about Mbappé with you for <laughs> the next 10 years. Thank you, Arancha. I hope so. Bye. <laughs>
All right, so we are at UCLA at Ram Jones training session. It is, is it? What day is it? I don't know. I'm lost. I don't know. Every day is every day is the <laughs> no, same to Monday. me. It's like Groundhog it's Day. It's Monday. It's the day after Ram Javid AC Milan at the Rose Bowl. I'm with Mario Cortagena of the Athletic. Mario, how are you? I'm fine. A little bit tired because I don't, I don't know what day is today. You don't know what day it is, and also what time is it in Spain right now? Uh, nine nine more hours. Like uh, yeah. So, so you're you're completely. You have every right to be. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't I don't know where I am. So to further confuse you, uh, I wanted to ask you about. Real just first preseason game. What were your thoughts? Like, what were your initial takeaways? I know that it's hard to take away anything from preseason because it's it's preseason. Yeah, it's early. We don't it. know the that's full it. squad yet and who's playing. But what stood out to you? What was impressive? Yeah, for you? not bad uh, for being the the first test. Uh, I think uh, the new system will 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 be needed some time to to improve. Uh, Ancelotti knows that uh, too. So. I think the the most positive factor were were uh, Brian in the first time the the first time the first, uh, half. first half first Sorry, half yeah, yeah. Uh, Jude Bellingham and Brian Diaz and I was a little bit worried because of the the, the attack in the in the first half but then in the second half I think with a a team more starter with more starters uh, the team really improved and showed it uh, something more more than what we can expect for, from them. Uh, the worst thing is that again two goals by Fede Valverde, but uh, Jose Lu didn't perform well. Real Madrid uh, don't have uh, another striker, so uh, I think despite of the Nitius impact, uh, I'm kind of worried because of the, the attack. Uh, tomorrow, Tuesday, it's reported that we might see Real Madrid's starting 11 play together in training. Yeah. What is your prediction for what that looks like? I think uh, Ancelotti will keep uh, betting on the diamond uh, system, um, but I'm not sure if the, all the starters will be ready for tomorrow because you know it's also about balancing um, the environment in the dressing room. For example, Looney uh, have been training since the beginning. He even uh, uh, reported to, to duty before he was supposed to. So uh, the same with other with other players players like, uh, for example, Brian and so on. So I think it, it will take a little bit of more time to see the, the, the theoretical uh, starting 11. Yeah, uh, one last one. A lot of fans wanted to see Arda Guler yesterday. Obviously, he couldn't play. Where do you think he fits in the team? next season with all the competitions? Yeah, what I know is that uh, Ancelotti is thinking uh, about him as a 10 and as a right wing. Yeah. Okay, so I think both, that I have not uh, watched a lot from him, of course, but uh, from what they told me from inside, I think he could fit perfectly as a 10. And with, with, the, with the new system, I think uh, it could be great to see him there. And with the 4-3, if uh, Ancelotti uh, come back uh, to the 4-3, I think it could, it could per he could perform well also in the right way. Mario, thank you for all your hard thank work, you. man. We appreciate no, thank it. You. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. All right, to conclude, 
a very raw, off-the-cuff podcast that's very informal. I found a little quiet spot in the shade. Nice brick wall here to conclude it. Um, I'm really interested to see what Ancelotti does formation-wise. I know it's preseason and you guys know I like preseason a little bit more than the average person in part because I really like the aura of just being in the United States on a nice warm day, connecting with other people, uh, being around the players. It's just a nice aura. You know, there's new players to, to see them train and play. I really like it. So, but the reason I'm interested in preseason is not so much about like, because it gives us proper, um, truths or large sample size about what will happen but more just because it's interesting to see what's in Carlo Ancelotti's head at this stage of the season so to give you some perspective uh, tomorrow he's going to try his first 11 in training and as Mario and I discussed already which you've heard you know I expect to see the diamond and I think it's interesting because as you've also heard in this podcast, I asked Carlo Ancelotti about the diamond and Bellingham. And there was actually a lot of questions about Bellingham and the diamond. So I tried to put my own spin on it. I had to kind of reframe it in my mind because the question I had planned was pretty much already asked. So I kind of reshifted it and, and reworded it a little bit. And what I got out of it is that he's going to try the diamond with or without Bellingham. But Bellingham is the guy he wants as the ideal poster child to spearhead the diamond. And I think that's for good reason, because as we saw, Bellingham was just on another level. I was really impressed with what I saw with Bellingham yesterday. And again, it's early, but I think you also saw the difference of what it was like playing with Jose Lu and Brahim, and also what it was like playing with Vinicius and Rodrigo in the second half for a brief period. But also like just the fact that he seems to be on another wavelength with his touches and his off-ball movement, the way he can get into the box and progress it and just make the right decision is really impressive to me. So I'm interested to see what he's looking like in the stride of the season with the best 11 around him. I think it's gonna be really fun to watch. So I think Ancelotti will try that. And then as he said in the press conference last night, if Bellingham can't play for whatever reason, he can shift in Arda Guler, he can shift in Rodrigo. He said Modric last night, but I don't see that happening uh, because Modric at this stage of his career is just a player who plays a little bit deeper. Um, so I'm just really interested to see how that works out. And uh, I don't have too many preseason thoughts from the game last night. Uh, there was a lot going on. Uh, I was watching and I was dealing with a couple of other things outside of the match as well. But I did obviously watch it pretty good and I took an unnecessary amount of preseason notes, which I really feel silly sharing because it's a preseason game. And I, I usually those notes that I take in preseason don't even see the light of day. Uh, but I was impressed with Bellingham. And I thought Cruz had a great game. And I also thought that um, Fran Garcia looked really good when he came on. The fact that he can just attack and get in the right zones offensively with and without the ball. He's always trying to do pass and move sequences on the wings so he can get into the final third. Really encouraging to have a left back that can actually do that, especially given that our right back contributions are pretty much zero offensively as well. Uh, I, and by the way, like I think Carvajal was okay last night. Had some good defensive interventions, but as we saw, like you put him up against an athletic winger like Rafael Leao, he's just going to get cooked and toasted, right? So that's another primary uh, source of concern is that position. And uh, 
And also, I'll just tell you what I've gathered just being around the team and being around people here. Being around people at Real Madrid. I'm not sure if Mbappe will arrive. And if he doesn't, I think it's going to be hard to find goals this season because there's not going to be a plan B. So I'm worried about that. So you really need Vinicius, Rodrigo, Bellingham to go into a completely different gear offensively to get to find enough goals. And you're going to have to be really good defensively because your margin of error might be less without a player like Benzema. Um, having said that, uh, this was already over analysis, so I apologize about that. It's preseason. Uh, I'm headed to Houston tomorrow. Actually, there's one more training session tomorrow morning at UCLA. Then I'm headed to Houston. I didn't get a chance to say this publicly outside of the podcast in LA, but thank you so much to all of you guys who came out in Los Angeles. It was an absolute pleasure to meet you guys uh, and had a lot of fun. Thanks to Ryan O'Hanlon who came out, Master T, and the Pena, the Pena Maridista, Stuart of California, who helped us so much with that. Thank you guys. Uh, I will see you guys sometime this week. More content is coming, and I hope you enjoy this like informal YouTube video iPhone session. Peace out. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.